I also had to learn to let go of the performance-based mindset where you step into your ego when in your head and kind of go, no, I need to perform to get all this content or all this artwork out so I can, people can see me. And welcome back to the Better Than Best Academy, where we share stories of creative champions that will teach you how to become better, not only in your creative journey, but in every aspect of your life. And today's guest was born just outside of Toronto. And as you can guess, he's spent about 20 years with a hockey stick in his hand. An ex-pro hockey player turned visual artist. He has quite the story for you today. His name is my Michael Wills, and you were in for an extraordinary conversation with an extraordinary person. Now, let's dive in. All right, Mike. I, I'm really excited that we're getting to, to talk today. Yeah. And let's explore. So I want to do something a little different today on my podcast. Sometimes I'll, introdu- I'll interview the guests. I'll kind of introduce them a little bit. Some days I, I do some coaching on, with their permission, obviously, yeah, I'll yeah. Do some coaching. But today I want to ask you, uh, this, this opening question, if what question do you have for me that if you had the answer, that question could change everything for you? Ooh. Uh, what would it take to be successful as a content creator? Um, not money wise, but I would say you're already financially stable, but then like your stuff's just out there like crazy amount and people know who you are and, and like, they know your stuff. They keep watching. Yeah. Man, I love that question. So <laughs> what would it take to be a successful content creator? Yeah. Is that, that's the question, but not, not relating to maybe dollars, but maybe yeah. relating to influence and impact. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say the number one thing, which I mean, I'm by no means super crazy successful in my content creating, but I would say that it would take time, Yeah, time, time and effort. And it sounds so like, what do you mean? That's that's yeah. an obvious answer. Yeah, yeah. But I, I look at it like Alex Hermosi. I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff. Oh, no. He's, he's like a he's an entrepreneur he's had like crazy success with like multiple i think he makes like a hundred million per multiple businesses it's crazy but he's very very content creator focused and he makes all this content but the one big thing that he would always say is it's just volume and just really doc and it's kind of like the gary v thought is like volume and documenting but i would say from my own perspective too with both of those being very true yeah. I think at at its core, to be successful in content creating, it would be knowing yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be the, the biggest thing that I, I would think of. Because for me and my journey personally, uh, I had to really learn who I was before yeah. I could be creative and before I didn't feel burnt out anymore because i definitely i think i saw you post something about that as like the the artist struggle and like you go through these pits of burnout and i i can definitely attest to that it's so easy for us to get burnt out when we are doing the things that don't fulfill us yeah and a lot of times we do the things we don't fulfill us because and i like to always look at it like what's two layers deep 
So like sure. what, what got us there to doing these things that we don't want to do that don't fulfill us. And normally it's because we kind of lose sight of who we are. Yeah. And that would be the biggest answer to that question, man. I, I love opening with, with that idea and that thought. Um, what, what's your take on it? What do you think would take? I, I kind of agree with you. You actually kind of have to know yourself a little bit and kind of discover, but <clears throat> still film it along the way of the discovery and as soon as you explore like who you are without any confines of like what society tells you in the sense of like you need to get a girlfriend and then a wife and then a house and go to college like what about if it's not that way and you actually discover who you are in a different way and find out that through a growth process and through growing pains and all this like experimental stuff that's when you actually truly find yourself and then you kind of go oh this, this is what i would love to do in my you know in my heart and and go with that right it's and then like hence when once you find yourself then that's when you're truly happy it's 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 tip or tot that way and then you walk into <clears throat> who you're called to be in a sense of like hey this is what I'm supposed to do in life and then and then it just starts to unfold right like it's just like almost that let go and like let it flow kind of thing where you know let's see what the the world has for you in a sense of like you were supposed to be this person no you're going to transition to this because this is what you're truly truly supposed to be you know so yeah I I say like you said, time and all this discovery of who you are to get to that point and then move into, uh, move into actually who you're supposed to be is, is quite, quite the thing. So, yeah. I love it. So for yeah. those that are going to listen to this later, those that may not know that who you are and what you do, um, yeah. your, name's, your name's Mike. I'll let you kind of introduce yourself in a little bit from, from my knowledge though, I know that you're, uh, a super talented visual artist and your work is really cool. So I'll definitely want people to check out your work, but more yeah. so than that, I'm just curious, kind of like what's been going on in your life since we've last talked. Cause I know it's been what it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been what, since eight, eight months, I something think so. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was happening with me is, uh, I was transitioning out of hockey and then trying to discover who I was kind of in that process of like, I'm almost like four or five years out of hockey now and coming into a, a visual art kind of, um, you know, art kind of background uh, that I've always had, but now it's, it's come to my, as a profession, I, just discovered that I had to move to a city to find myself and, and, and get all these side jobs to make my, my passion, you know, uh, thrive. And it was almost like God was just cutting everything down to a point where I had a job in March, April, June, and I had to leave it be since, because the doors were closing, I wasn't getting paid. Uh, things were just like, it was almost like 
the laws of the universe were just like closing the doors. So I had to step out into faith and do this art thing alone. And I've always wanted a safety net. I've always wanted security of like money, finances, a job to make my passion go. And it's almost like, like God was saying like, we have to do this now. And like, we're shutting everything down. So you have to do it. Like, and you have to feel that like the free fall of the unknown. So that's kind of where I was at throughout this summer. But I also had to learn to let go of the performance-based uh, mindset um, where you, you know, you, you step into your ego when in your head and kind of go, no, I need to perform to get all this content or all this artwork out so I can, people can see me. And he was actually deprogramming me in a sense of like, no, man, you just have to be Mike and just be okay with being Mike. And then those things will start to float effortlessly, but you have to get to that point. And it was a huge struggle for me, actually, like to, to actually not know like my identity through performance, whether it was hockey based or artist. Um, and so I really had to like sit down and rest and actually heal some of my wounds and throughout the summer, like. The amount of times I screamed in my apartment here and and cried and all this like healing journey, it was incredible because you actually had to face yourself and and those demons and those like those dark places you didn't want to find in your heart and you actually had to like heal all the the past traumas and stuff. So that was my journey throughout the summer, and I met a lot of people throughout along the way as well um especially like you and a couple others and then i I simply like one of them came to toronto uh because they were friends with one of my friends and we kind of hit it off and then i went out there to alberta and I, i i visited the mountains and i had all this new discovery and this new zest for life because this healing process was just like you're alone, you're talking to nobody and you're just isolated to like, Hey, you're meeting people throughout the, along the way. And then like you get this cool trip at the end, you know, like it was, it was kind of crazy. So, and that's where I'm at is, is sitting, still sitting with the void of like the unknownness of like, what's going to happen with me. So what an adventure it's been the last year. Uh, Would I change anything i changed some parts but i probably wouldn't have healed as quickly (laughs) if i didn't get through those things so yeah yeah, that's kind of where i'm i am and i get to create beautiful paintings along the process and i had a had a art exhibition as well in in the fall just to talk about this process of the dark night of the soul and what i've gone through to get to this point of healing so yeah it's pretty cool man that's that's so cool and even just talking to you this little bit yeah like eight months later i can already tell just your your spirit and your energy is different from that first conversation we had so so that's awesome that's awesome to see Uh, i'm glad to see that you're in a much better place mentally spiritually physically i'm sure yeah one thing you mentioned i i would love to hear what was the biggest inside the biggest takeaway that you've gotten so far on this journey 
biggest takeaway. Um, I would have to say it was funny because I keep I kept having this dream and I would have like deja vu moments and then the dream actually came true uh, where I was out in Alberta and I saw what I needed to see through this dream that I had and I met the guy. The, the actual guy in my dream and I was like holy crap you're the you're the guy you're supposed to tell me something and he never did he never told oh, no. me but what I got from it was don't forget where you came from and that was pretty much uh the whole kind of the sense of what god of this universe is it was telling us is like or telling me anyways like don't forget where you came from and um because if I'm going to level you up into the next level, you have to remember your, you know, your, your origin of like, you know, like your blue collarness of where you came from, a, from a small town. Um, so that guy was the epitome, right? Like muddy boots, like ripped jeans with oil on them, like uh, uh, a blue, like, a, like a, a jean jacket and this like really like worn out hat. And he was like, like just this weathered face and it he's just this nicest guy and i was like that's that's what it is like i can't all what i was trying to do throughout my life is trying to like leave that place to discover more and to explore this world and it was almost like don't forget your roots like where you came from because that will be your your humbleness to to move forward in life and and to to find greater things so that was a really cool like process right at the end of uh of this dark night of the soul that i was going through so yeah it was a, it was a trying season because like you said my energy was low i didn't know what I, was happening you know my life was still up in the air and it's kind of fun but it's it's like now i kind of remember who i am and before i forgot who i was so yeah so yeah nice. Yeah. Uh, one thing I always find interesting is uh, you mentioned God and faith, and that's a huge part yeah. of what we talk about here. I'm not afraid to, I'm not yeah. going to shy away from my faith. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely unapologetic there. I mean, I'm not going to push it down anybody's throat, yeah. but I'm going to talk about what I, I believe in. And yeah. one thing I always find interesting is God talks to each of us uniquely. Yeah. And it's like, even like he came to you in a dream. Yeah. And then that dream was prophetic in the sense of you saw the guy from your dream. Yeah. And instead of it being like words from that person, yeah. it was the visual of him and even having to see it in person, you, yeah. you, you were able to understand what that meant visually. And yeah. just like you articulated it there through word is yeah. like remembering your roots, remembering yeah. where you came from, remembering your origin story. And that is so huge. And that speaks volumes to who we are as creative people, because it's like you said, especially because we identify as creatives, it's so easy for us to fall into that performance trap. Like I yeah. did all of my life. I can remember when I was like in elementary school and I was like the lead, it was like the piano man. It was this super silly, like musical. And I remember like, I felt like I was the man because I'm there performing and people are watching me. And even to when I had my rap career and 
God leading me to a space of putting that down and right. that whole journey of understanding that like, it's not about what we do. It's about who we are right. and it's who we are is what's going to create the art as to what's going to connect us to humanity. Because I mean, we could be the most amazing at our craft. We could be the yeah. most amazing at our abilities, but I don't know if you've ever heard for my, my sake, it's like a really perfect classical song. Yeah. It's like, it's so perfect and it sounds so good and they're probably super technical, but even like watching, or maybe like watching an orchestra to a degree and yeah. it's like, they're amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it's almost like it's missing this, this level of humanity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our life in general and yeah. the experiences of who we are, that's what brings the humanity into our art. Yeah. I think the most beautiful art is the art that, that brings that. And mm -hmm. I think that's so cool that you mentioned that. But to circle back to another thing you mentioned, you mentioned this idea of, so, so the present day, you're still kind of battling with this, this sense of unknown. And my son just turned off one of my lights. So that's, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He turned it back on, but you're dealing with this sense of like the unknown. Could you maybe elaborate a little more how that feels? Yeah. Um, it's scary yet exciting um, to know that you have this unknownness, like you, you can't see in front of your face, uh, you know, like the hand in front of your face. And, and you're like, well, if this is just God's way of teaching me something, then I just need to sit with it and sit with the feeling because, <clears throat> you know, like, everything's gone to crap and in, in, in my world that I think has gone to crap. Um, not necessarily what someone else's perspective is. Right. Like I, like everything was almost like kiboshed when I was trying to hang on to something and look back when he's trying to push me forward. And so he had to like break everything. So I have to like swim to the deep end almost. Right. So I'm in this unknownness of like, what's going to happen next. And it, you know, I, I, it talks in the Bible, like, don't worry about, you know, your clothes or the, the food that you eat, like just worry about the present day. Right. Which I'm trying to learn is like, learn to be in the present moment, not look to the future and, and have a panic attack of how am I, how is this going to work out? Right. And so each day I just take it for what it is. And if my highest is resting, um, then I have to rest. If my highest is painting four paintings that day or whatever comes out, like that's what it is. Um, and like, you know, I've been battling, uh, uh, just getting over cold now. And it's like, I needed to rest for those like seven to eight days or whatever it was. And I just couldn't do anything. And my, my mind was panicking going, I need to, to do something. And my body just was like, no, we need to rest. So learning to be comfortable of doing nothing in the unknown is even scarier because that could be your highest at that time. And it's not performance-based. It's not like egoic. It's not laziness. It's just what you need at that time. And 
people have a tough time doing that because our world shows us that we need to have a nine to five job and we can only take one sick day off, not five, you know, that we, what we really need. And, um, but yeah, it's this un unknown of like, I could go home and consider myself like, that's it. We're I'm done in Toronto or he could give me, a million dollars tomorrow you know like who knows what's gonna happen it's it's gonna be one of those like exciting times where it's like i everything's kiboshed i don't know where my money's gonna come in rent wise like everything's at my door like the wolf's at the door and yet something beautiful will happen you know so that's the exciting thing with with being like having faith is it's all gonna work out you just don't know how it's going to work out or when. <laughs> so, good. yeah. Like yeah. Cause it's, and it's even a test of faith. It's like, we have to have a certain level of faith, even the smallest faith. But yeah. once we do, it's like you said, it's like, we're in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we it's, we're in the deep end and it's pitch black. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what the next step is. All yeah. we just kind of got to do is tread water and stay yeah. afloat and then sure enough before we realize that it, it's like whoa where did this whole new reality come from yeah and i would like to ask you so you said that that rest is obviously so important for us as creatives and again so hard for us as creatives what do you think is one thing one reason why we don't like we have such trouble with resting I think because we're always trying to make the next best thing um, <clears throat> or our mind is always constantly like working and thinking, um, how can we uh, do this or how can we do that where I wish. And it's funny because I will sit there and do mundane things and just rest on my couch, but my mind's thinking of how to create this certain process in a painting so i'm still working but it's always in my mind it's not actually like physically working and so that's where it like is taxing on your body because your mind's constantly pumping out thoughts and you kind of go okay what about if we did this stroke and we we manipulate it here we use this kind of texture whatever it is and so same with content creators or, or musicians, like they're always like, oh crap. And then it's not inspiration that hits. It's actually like the, the process of like, you actually figured it out. And it's like that line needs to go with that line, right? That, that certain emotion needs to go with this certain emotion to make this acting like what it is. And so we get this like huge, like epiphany going, oh, wow, that's what it is now. And so we, it doesn't matter if it's three in the morning, 5 p.m., you know, 11 o'clock at night, that's when it hits. So that's why we have a tough time resting. And I believe if you're in an artist block or, or some sort of writer's block or something like that, the best thing to do is get away from it and just rest, that's right? Good. You can still think yeah. about it once in a while, but like just the some of the best coaches told me if nothing's working in hockey get away from the rink like exactly your worst enemy like if you keep pushing yourself into it 
get away, enjoy a coffee, sit down, write something, go out, see some nature, do other things, and then come back. So, you know, resting doesn't have to be a form of like sleeping on the couch or sleeping in your bed. Resting could be, you know, meditation in, in nature or prayer. Like it's all these different rest points. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love what you said there, that whole idea of, and I look at it too, is it's, it's what's tough about rest is it's either going to find us. And I heard this quote, it was like, rest will find us in either delight or discipline. Yes. Meaning if we choose to schedule rest, yeah. it'll get done. Yeah. But if we, we get into a space of never resting, we'll be burnt yeah. out physically yeah. our body. Like, like sometimes I feel like we get sick sometimes because our yeah. body's like, listen, you yeah. haven't slowed down. When's the last time you ate? When's yeah. the last time you slept? And, yeah. and I also love the fact that you said that rest doesn't always look like being lazy or sitting on the couch. Rest yeah. looks like something that's going to recharge you. And yeah. that would be my, my one practical tip for the people that may be listening at home that are wondering how, right. where do I start when it comes to resting and getting away? Try something that's creative, but completely out of your, your realm of like yeah. career. Yeah. Like if you're a musician, try painting. If you're yeah. a painter, try music or writing yeah. or whatever it means. Or even like you said, going out into nature. Not a a yoga person but i i would go just to stretch and feel sure. something different right it's a new experience it's a new form of art of like you get to move your body and enjoy it that way and it's like whoa like this is new people are actually saying be kind to yourself right be kind to yourself in a sense of like if you need rest take the time where working out is like you have to do the emotion to get the result where they say in, in, in the yoga practice is like, if you're hurting, just sit down and rest. And you're like, that's a new thing. I have no idea what that wow. means. You know? So, and it's pretty cool because during everyone else's, they call it a practice. Um, you know, you're, everyone else is doing the stretching whatever and you're just laying there and just in your present moment like that's just you doing your thing like that's a form of rest in like a in a in another venue even so which is cool to me um we're high performance athletes don't get that sometimes and that's all i've learned but i've also had the creative side of like you're panicking because you want to make great art so you can't rest so learning the confines of the balance of like hey you need to do this to recharge to keep going you know like nature is a huge thing man like just to walk in a trail or or like an like just find some water you know go go find a stream or or bubbling brook and just hear the sounds like that will recharge you you know so it's it's all a divine setup like what we've had to walk out in this life is like a divine setback for a divine setup so those those things that didn't work out almost like catapulted you back to to what you've got what you're doing now right to make you because your knowledge and your expansion goes oh i know what I did in the past. I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to move forward in a better way. So 
Yeah. For sure. It, yeah. And I, and I I heard it said once, your next is connected to your now. Yeah. And and I also looked at as the same as your your past is connected to your now. Yeah. And it's like what we've learned along the right way. And I, I love asking. So you have this background in sports. Yeah. Which, which I do too. I played baseball most of my life. Yeah. And I, I love to ask the question for those that have had that success in the realm of sports that are also creative. What yeah. have you learned from your success in your career in hockey that you're yeah. able to apply to your creative career today? Yeah. Uh, I would have to say the professionalism um, and and the connections to people. Um, I, I would say performance but God completely kiboshed that whole uh, thing this season for me, uh, which was hilarious. Um, Cause I thought performance, you know, you, you put out X amount of time with X amount of like product, you'd get X amount of, uh, you know, opportunities or, or work or something like that. And he's she's pretty much flipped it on me so which is kind of funny this season so but i would have to say the professionalism like if you're gonna make make good art you know make it great and put your best foot forward in in in, in that to make a a piece that's like that's worthy of standing out um where hockey was or at, like athletic was the same way you you have to put in your professionalism like if you're going to be an athlete, you know, make sure you have the mindset of a professional athlete, eating healthy, sleeping right, taking care of your body, stretching, you know, performing at a high level that way. And we're, if you would take that and grain it into a professional, whether it's art or, you know, you're a banker, or, you know, you, you have all these cool, unique jobs, you know, interior designer, yada, yada, yada you're still acting as that professional person. Um, but you're just you, right? You're not the actual identity of that, but you're like you in the professionalism walking that out. So that's what it, it has taught me uh, through athleticism and also connecting with people, right? You're not a higher than anyone else. For sure. uh, just because you play a sport and people are looking up to you as fans doesn't mean you're, you know, like higher than them. You, 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 you're just a person to person kind of connecting with them in a situation. And you never know to make new connections too. Like I've met so many people throughout my life that have given me opportunities or, or just be like, Hey, why don't you come to our house just for a dinner? And, you know, just like almost like love on you that way. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to, ask you let's see I, my notes got a little crazy there. yeah and I, and I love that and I love the fact that like I was saying that idea of our now now is connected to our next and yeah our past is also connected to our our, our yeah. current yeah our current our present yeah. I, I love that idea because it's a lot of times we get so caught up in the doing yeah that we forget to be present in the now yeah and it's in the current moment we're in that's really yeah. going to speak to us in a way that 
we may miss if we're always focused on what's next. Yeah. But also with that said, I, I like to think of legacy yeah. and the legacy we, we want to live. So mm -hmm. I'd love to ask you the question, what is the legacy you want to leave in the world? Ooh. I would love to leave an impact on, on people. Um, whether um, my my goal is to speak in front of thousands and and to tell my story and to tell uh, what I've gone through and but also that legacy would leave an impact um, and then they see the art and go you know because of all that pain he went through and all those trials um, that's what the beauty of it came out as and um when i pass on like this art will still be here right it will be a remembrance of of what i've tried to do on this earth was to make an impact to to just make someone smile or look inside their heart going wow that i'm i'm moved by that like i'm a, you know or if they cry or release some sort of emotion to heal their trauma like that's what i want to leave um because most people, if you see like some of the best paintings in the world, like Starry Night or or like the Mona Lisa, you're 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 moved by these these paintings. Um, but it's what they brought to it, right? If you know their story, they were they were mostly starving. They were mostly like going through torment and all these different trials. And you can resonate that within your own heart. Going, yeah, I've been through some uh trying times or crappy times in my life i understand why they painted those paintings or made that music like we can all resonate with eminem like all the hardship that he's had and he's created this like empire of music that nobody can touch him and it's like wow you know what a what an impact he's made on people even though some of his music's like kind of warped but he's kept people alive because they've written them letters going, man, you've kept me alive because of your music, right? You, you were so yeah. courageous to make an impact that way that, so no wonder he has like faithful millions of fans because, sure. <laughs> you know, like what an impact they he's made on that, on their, on their human experience here. So. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back to that idea of he's unapologetically himself exactly exactly I think that's the and even more so in our current space and time yeah. like it's so hard for us as people to be ourselves yeah. because we we get so worried about being canceled yeah. we get so worried about being polit politically correct yeah and it's almost like we've gotten afraid of the truth yeah and the truth is important and like the bible says the truth will set you free but another yeah. thing i feel like that does get kind of misconceptualized in that point is a lot of times when you think about the truth you think of you speak the truth from love yeah. and i think a big portion of how we package ourselves and the things yeah. we believe comes back to how are we saying it because it's yeah. less about like what we say it's like the quote that says it doesn't it, people will remember how you made them feel more than what you said. 
Yeah. And I think that's the biggest challenge is I always try to think of myself, how can, how can I make someone feel loved? How can I make someone feel valuable and seen? Yeah. And then the truth that comes with it can be packaged in a much better way. But, but with that said, so you say that, so that's, that's the legacy you want to leave. You want to yeah. leave that impact. Yeah. How, how can you leave that big impact on the planet? I would say almost kind of like what you said, right? It was just is seeing somebody for who they are, like, and to love them and just to be seen because that's what people want. Like they want to be heard. They want to be seen. They want to be loved and go, Oh, you, you noticed me like out of everybody else. Like you noticed me in a crowd and it's like, yeah, They're like all you need to do is just, and I think that's where we miss the mark in, in this separation of this world that we're so focused and ingrained on cancel culture or, or ourselves that we miss connecting with people and going, you are loved, you are, you know, appreciated. And someone goes, Oh my goodness. Like I had no idea, you know, like that's where I think people would level up and, and a cohesiveness of love and, and connecting more. Um, so that's, how I would do it is if I had a, a room full of people, I'd probably talk to each individual person until the night's over, you know, like, because they came to see me speak or, or, or make a lesson or do whatever, or, or just, I would take my individual time and go, you know, you're appreciated too. Thank you for coming. And thank you for, you know, like being you. Because you have no idea how much of an impact you can make just by saying hi to somebody or smiling or, 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 or brightening up someone's day by talking to them. Like, yeah, the thoughts in their mind, they could be like, oh, like I'm, I'm ready to kill myself today. Yeah. And you somehow just was like, hey man, how's it going? Like, you know, you're in this coffee shop too. Like, you know, like that's pretty cool. Like, you know, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, holy crap, someone noticed me, you know? Yeah, so good. Yeah. With that, I love to ask the, this next question. Who are the three most influential people in your life and how have they impacted you? Oh, the three most influential people. I don't even know if I have three. Uh, <laughs> I have to think about that one. Um, obviously, like, I think, like, my parents would be one just because they're uh they're very impactful that way of teaching me what i needed to be taught at a stage and 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 in what my dad has taught me in honor and and humbleness and all this stuff um i have a mentor uh daniel he he's taught me a new way of thinking and a new way of appreciating life um it's very it's almost like this new zest for God where I was feeling like I was fading away from that faith and that, that uncertainty of life. And he, he rewired my brain in such a way of like, it's all good. Like it, you know, let it go. And um, so he's been a huge impact on, on my, uh, on my life as well to get me to a certain point of just loving yourself. Um and 
it's the third one. Uh, uh, there's actually another mentor I've always dealt with. His name's Daniel as well. Um, he's just kind of, it's funny. They're both named Daniel. Um, they're, they've just like kind of did what I talked about was just sit there and love on you and just appreciate who you, who you were and just say the things that you needed to hear and, and talk to you going, you're a real person. You know, I, I just appreciate you. And, and that's all it is. So like, just because they heard you out, um, they're very impactful people in my life just to show you love and connection and to, to encourage you and to, and to keep going in art in a sense, like not even art, just in this life, like keep breathing. So they, they've made a huge impact that way to be like, Hey man, you're just you. And that's all you need to be. So just keep, uh, just keep loving yourself that way. So it's, yeah, I'd, I'd say those three people would, um, have been in my life for quite a bit, a uh, long time. So, yeah. I love it. That's so good. Yeah. And, uh, it's so cool to hear, hear you say it that way, because yeah. it's so important to think of those that have really helped us stay in life, not even yeah. just um, art, not even just what we do, but those people yeah. in our life that are going to hold the space yeah. and encourage us when we need it the most. Yeah. Like you, like eight months ago when you just met me, uh, through social media, you were like, Hey man, let's hop on a call. And, and just, you encouraged me to like, keep going too. Cause I, I felt like my life was not over, but just like, I couldn't see anything in front of me. Like I had no hope, you know, like, and so even that part, like just knowing you quickly, it just like impacted my life going, Hey dude, I see you. I know you're in a rough state, but you are loved and keep going. Cause it's going to happen for you. Like you just have to like get through the healing process. Sure. So, yeah. I, I want to flip it on you now. Yeah. So if you could be that for someone in this moment right now, if you could say one bit of advice or encouragement to someone that's maybe like a younger you. So yeah. think of you eight months ago. Yeah. What would you say to that person today right now? I'd say the pain that you're suffering now will pass and it will all be okay. Um, and just because you're trying to beat yourself up for something doesn't mean you're a terrible person so don't beat yourself up because in two weeks it's not gonna matter to you as much um or a week or or anything like that like no matter what you do you you still are like a part of me and i'm a part of you kind of thing um so don't just don't beat yourself up on on the things that weren't your fault and 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 through this pain like just keep going just keep healing just keep breathing that's all you need to do and it, it's funny because i've actually had a friend uh throughout a process like this and i was helping him through a part even though i was going through a, a dark time as well um but he was many years before me but he's kind of still in it and now you know i'm 
I'm good to be a groomsman at his wedding kind of thing. So it's, it's funny how like life out. So he's just like, yeah, man, like I want you to stand up there with me because you kept me alive at some dark times and you know, we're, we're brothers in, 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 in hockey. So he's like, you, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, to, for you to stand up there with me. I was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Like, so, but yeah, I would just say in those words, just keep, just keep going, just keep healing, just keep breathing and just be kind to yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, Mike, is there any questions that I missed? No, no. I think like if that would be it, like I'm just trying to think like, yeah, that's, that's mainly what we wanted to talk about, you know, like what, what would you say like impacted you to keep going in, in content creating? Like you went from rap to, to now this, yeah. like it's been. Man, I would say uh, it's, it's like you said, a little bit of like when you mentioned you're in a guy's wedding that you helped while you were still in the middle yeah. of nonsense. Cause it was plenty of times this past year that I was just like, yeah. I've seen no results. You know, you yeah. get, you, you hit the walls, it happens. Yeah. But instead of getting into depression and seeing the yeah. anxiety that I might've had a couple years ago, yeah. I, I looked at it. Who can I serve today? And that was always like, my, my thought is like, who can I serve? Yeah. Who can I help? Yeah. And when I, I thought about it that way and I got the, the lens off of my problems yeah. and thought about how can I encourage, how can I inspire someone else yeah. that really became a big driving force for me to keep going. And yeah. even, even to this day, anytime that I start getting low, I'm like, all right, how can I help somebody today? Even more yeah. so than I already would try to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's that's, that's a that's a very mature way of looking at things of going screw my problems how can i help somebody else you know like because sure, it's it's this crazy thought and like i i really attest this to the community in the local church that i'm a part of because yeah. it's this really idea of if you can devote yourself to helping those around you all yeah. of a sudden the problems that you're facing seem yeah. so insignificant because yeah. that helps some people and heard some stories and it's yeah. just like Oh yeah, uh -huh. more? more. You want more show? It's about to start. <laughs> I love, I love the, the sweet interruptions. I used to be so upset by them. You want to say hi again? Hey. Oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you're disappearing into the green screen. You want to hi? Hi. Yes. All right, bud. Let's go watch it just a little bit longer. That's bud. awesome. But yeah, and I would say it definitely comes from being a part of that community because yeah. they've, they've just helped me see in such a new light. If you're, when you're able to help people, it yeah. just, you, for, for whatever crazy reason it is, yeah. your, your problems seem to melt away. But that yeah. would be one big thing that I've taken away from, from that. But with all that said, today's conversation, I love to, to wrap up with this, this final question is what was the biggest insight you got from our conversation today yeah the biggest insight would be how you um said like we don't need to do anything we just need to be ourselves and how 
you looked at it as if you're even in the hole a little bit, how to serve somebody else and how to help them out. But also like you don't need to perform or do anything that way. You just need to be you and, and how your journey um, is like expanding and you're like, you need to find yourself first in order to make those, those, uh, you know, that, that content and, and define that way. So that was cool because I use, I, I, I usually thought in a different way of going, you need to make all this stuff to find yourself to do it. You're like, no, you need to find yourself first and then make all this. So that was really cool to me. That was, you know, to see a different perspective that way in life. For sure. so, yeah. So, oh, man. so good. Yeah. So good. Love, love.